Hello and welcome to Dad Educates Daughter, the bonus episode. Um, so this week it was myself listening to the groups, not 80s, and Rebecca will be telling me about them. So I shall now bring in Rebecca. Hello. Hello, Dad. You all right? Yes. How did you find your week? Uh, you will find out. It was, I mean, it delivered, it it didn't deliver what I was hoping. See, I told you you wouldn't, uh, maybe not like the still just because of Pompeii. I told you. I thought you'd like this week, though, so I'm intrigued to find out what you really think but okay. i'll remind everyone who you had so we have gone yep. we've gone back so we've gone to 2010s okay. and you had bastille years and years the chain smokers and rudimental okay they all formed in 2010 do you think you had any number ones i i think i've got Possibly one number one, and that's because of Ed Sheeran. Okay. Well, you actually had five number ones. Really? No, yep. I don't, five. Don't, don't think any of the... Because I don't think the Steels had a number one. So that's why I didn't go anymore. Because I don't think they should have, but I don't think they have. And the rest, I mean, maybe years and years, but you'll find out what I think of them. Um Chain smokers are you bigged up? You'll see what I think of them. And rudimental, as I say, um I mean Amelia Sande, she was quite big in it at some time. John Newman. I think rudimental, if if the others could could it could come from there as well. So um but I just went with the Ed Sheeran because yeah. um, his fan base would have just gone out and bought it no matter what, I think. So um so yeah. yeah. Well you had five. Yeah. Interesting to see where they come, they, where they are. Yeah, you'll find out as we go through them. So let's start off with Bastille. Yes. What did you think of them? I mean, obviously, they were the standout group this week, but I already knew of them. Um, I mean, they've, I mean, as you say, you know, I hadn't, I'd only really heard or know of Pompeii. Um, hmm. There was others that I then listened to and I'd heard as well, um, like Good Grief, which was actually my favourite. Flaws I've heard of before, heard before as well. So yeah, there were there were um, others I'd heard. Um, there, I would say they're like the Killers and Hurts, which are both okay. on my street. Um, but yeah, um, there's not much more I can say. I knew of them already and I knew I liked them, and they didn't disappoint. Okay, I'm glad they didn't just point out of all of them. Because I did think, because you were like, oh, yeah, we like Pompeii. I was like, oh, God, is he actually going to like the rest? That's quite quite good that you found a favourite that weren't the one that you already knew. So that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, which, good grief. Yeah. Which it wasn't till I heard, listened to it, I went, oh, I know this. Yeah. And I just love the, the, the context of the song as I go into when we talk yeah. about it. So, now you know how I feel when I listen to songs. I'm like, oh, I do know this. Yeah. What, what genre have you put them in? Uh, pop rock. 
Okay, yeah, Pop Rock's their main one. Yeah, as I say, like um, Killers Hurts. Yeah. Sort of similar. Yeah. So Pop Rock's their main one. They're also Indie Pop, Synth Pop, and Alternative Rock. Okay. So, but still, were actually, they started as a solo product, project. So their lead vocalist, Dan Smith. Who's also the writer of the, he's the song, main songwriter. Yeah. Um, but he later, like he started on his own, but later expanded and wanted a band. So he got Kyle Simmons on keyboards, Will Farquharson on bassist and guitar. And he got Chris Wood, Woody on drums so there's the four of them they were formed in 2010 in london like all of these bands are 2010 and they're named after have you ever heard of bastille day because i learned something new while looking these up heard of who bastille day no so it's a french um day like it's a holiday i I know bastille is french but i hadn't heard of bastille day Bastille Day is to celebrate the storming of Bastille, which is a military fortress and prison, uh-huh. um, in a violent uprising that helped usher into the French Revu- Revolution. So that's what they're named after, because the Bastille Day is on um, the lead vocalist's birthday as well. So they name themselves Bastille. So that's where that comes right. from. Okay. You know what I mean? A little backstory with a name. Um, oh. So they released a seven-inch single. Um, Flaws and Icarus and that was released for an independent record label and only 300 copies were pressed and then it so happened that one copy found its way to someone called Alex Baker who was who's the presenter of Kerrang it's a radio show um, and he started to then support Bastille on the show um, and the band began to found an audience through that so then in 2011 they released an EP and debuted further tracks online through YouTube and good old MySpace back in the day. Um, and then in 2011, and it's funny because it was Dan Smith that signed the contract. So not the other band members, he signed it on behalf of all of them um, with Virgin Records. Um, they've performed at Glastonbury, Isle of Wight, Redfest and Reading and Leeds Festival. And in 2014, they performed at Coachella. Okay. In 2012, they released their first official single, Overjoyed, and a second from their upcoming debut album, Bad Blood. Um, oh, Bad Blood, that was Flaws and Pompeii, because yeah. I was listening to them, that come up. Um, they re-released Flaws with this as their third single, and that was their commercial success earning their first UK Top 40. Pompeii was their fourth single released, and it was pos- positively reviewed by critics reaching number five in the US. So they managed to reach out there too. Um, and then they also had a few more singles from that album. Um, we have Laura Palmer and Things We Lost in the Fire. Of the Night is a mashup of the uh, song. Uh, yeah, um, didn't, yeah, I'll come to that, but it's a cover. What, what of the Night? It's a cover. It's yeah, not theirs. So I'm pretty sure it's a cover. Rhythm so of the Night. Yeah, so it's a mashup of the songs Rhythm of the Night by Corona and Rhythm is a Dancer by Snap. It's not a cover, it's a mashup. Yeah. Technically a cover, but yeah. <laughs> um, by 2014, they moved on to their second album and they said their second album would be um, including a lot more guitars 
they didn't have much of that on their first album it may not end up like when they were recording they were like it may not end up being like that but it'd be quite interesting to try it out um so then good grief debuted by annie mack on a radio show and she called it the hottest record in the world there you go see there you go after this they went on to record released two more albums which both charted in the top 40 and they've collaborated with a range of artists who featured on their songs as well as but still featuring on um, other people's as well um they i found this really interesting they've released two mixtapes um called other people's heartache and they did a part one and a part two they were both released in 2012 and they consisted of mashups other versions and songs other artists' music, film quotes, and the band's own songs. I find that really interesting. Bit of something different. Like, you don't really have that, but they were more. Well, like no, um, I know. I've, I mean, I've EPs. got it. I think we mentioned it. There were Deacon Blue. I I bought an album of theirs, and it was all the B sides and that. And, yeah. And I've got one from Pet Shop Boys actually as well. Their songs they've it's written for other. It's called Alternative because mm. uh, they bought out Actually, and then they bought out Alternative, and it was like the B sides. Um, but also add the songs that I've, they'd wrote, written for other ah. artists, yeah. um, but them singing it. Um, okay. Like the one they done for, I can't think of her name now. But yeah, they're, they're, they've done they've done similar. So yeah, they they are they can be interesting. And I know, uh, funny enough, Nick Kershaw, who we will talk about in the upcoming series as male Ooh. soloists, he's oh, yeah. just started yeah. re-releasing some old tapes releases that he'd never released and he's just started doing doing a release of those okay. so it, it is something that people do and it is i think you've got to be a real fan though, as i say with deacon blue yeah, like, was was with, with, with the petrol boys i liked it so i think mm. you have to be a fan of that music that yeah time. and also like they don't release it like their mixtapes with the still are like ep sized so they're only like five yeah. songs on there um so it wouldn't be something that you'd really see in album charts or anything. Like you say, you'd have to be a big fan of them to know about it. Um, so some other things that they have done, they were part, and do you know what? It's quite interesting what they've done. Um, they were part of Band-Aid 30. So that was obviously um, releasing yeah. a Do They Know It's Christmas? Um, and that was in November 2014, which featured other artists such as One Direction and Ed Sheeran. Um, that was the band's first UK number one. That one. They were also it part really, of. The, it wasn't really there, was it? You know? No, like, but uh, as a I band, think... so that's their first number one. Um, they were also part of the artist for Grenfell charity yeah. single. You know, for yeah. the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was their second number one. And Again, that was a not really a number one for them, <laughs> is it? And that was a cover of Simon and uh, Garfunkel's song Bridge Over Troubled Water. Uh And they have also, they've done a lot for like charity, well, charity with other artists. So, so they're, they're the one... modern day Christians by the they're the they're the 2010s <laughs> 1980s Christians. Yeah. Yeah. So they were one of the 23 artists to feature on the Live Lounge All Stars cover of the Foo Fighters song Times Like These to help raise funds for the COVID pandemic. And guess what? That was their third number one. That... <laughs> 
See, you've, you've, you've their class in that. I mean, they're not obviously. They are number one. They're, they're not them. And it still goes under um, their belt. In well, a I way, think it's, it's better for them because I mean, Pompeii is a song okay. that should have been number one. And there's plenty. We know there's plenty of songs that become really well known that didn't become a number one. Um, mm. So many, you know. I mean, the biggest one is obviously Vienna by Ultravox. Yeah, um, but sometimes it's better to not have a number, to not be the number, a number one. And I think that is the mm. case with, these, with with Bastille. Yeah, but it's funny because it, it, as I was looking at, it, I was like, okay, number one, number one, number one. They're all charity singles, so of course they were really going to get a number one when you look yeah. at what they're for as well. And that's, um, as I say, a bit like the Christians. Yeah. So um, they've also won Best Breakthrough Act at the Brit Awards, where they performed a remix version of Pompeii with Rudimental. And, yeah, they, um, and funny enough, you mentioned it earlier, um, that was a mashup. That weren't Pompeii, that was of the night. No, you meant, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Of the night you mentioned, but the Pompeii and waiting all night. Oh, yeah, 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 sorry. Yes, that was the mashup, yeah. Yeah. Um, and also their debut album, Bad Blood, was the be- biggest selling album of 2013. Yeah. So they had four UK top tens. Mm-hmm. They had three UK number one albums. And nice. they've, they've only released four albums. They're still going. They've only released four albums. All four have been in the top 40. So you've had their debut album, Bad Blood, was at number one for three weeks. Uh-huh. Their second album in 2016, Wild World, also got to number one. It was there for two weeks. Boom Days, their third album, got in at number four in 2019. And their fourth album, Give Me the Future, was number one for one week, and that was released last year. Okay. So where their songs came, did you say you don't think these had a number one, but you think they should? I, I'd love to have said they did, but I didn't think they had. Okay. All right. So Flaws. Yes. In 2012, came in at number 21. Mm. So for me, that was, you know, good, good start. I mean, as I say, I, I was looking forward to Bastille. Um, mm. It was a good start. had a really good rhythm. And um, I gave that single eight and a half out of ten. Oh, that's quite high for you. Yeah, yeah, it was just straight in there. First song I'd, I obviously listened to, and yeah, I mean, I was obviously looking for good things on Bastille, and I was looking forward yeah. to listening to their other songs. But yeah, it wasn't let down by flaws. Okay, and then we had Pompeii. It definitely charted higher than what it did. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I do like flaws. Uh, Pompeii in 2013 came in at number two. Yeah, great song. Um, Can't say no more, really. You know, nine and a half out of ten for me. I mean, I just love that song. But you only gave it a nine and a half? Yeah, because I said good grief is my... Okay, all right. Things We Lost in the Fire 2013 came in at number 28. Yeah, um, it it was a bit different from the last two, um, but still mm. really good. And I gave that out eight out of ten. So 
so it wasn't as good but it was still you know a very good song and one of the better ones that i've listened to this week so it's still coming in high yeah of the night in 2013 that was their then, yeah. second number two really yeah. I mean, I suppose it's about. I mean, I suppose because I knew it was a cover, and I don't. I'm not a fan of. Mm-hmm. I, if, I, if I'm going to listen to it, I'll go and listen to the original. Um, so I've put a cover stroke mix of "Rhythm of the Night." I didn't realise that the Power of Love music was in there as well. Up oh, snaps. Um, Power of Love Rhythm snaps. is Rhythm, a dancer. Rhythm is yeah. I didn't realise that was in there. So obviously, I know that song. Yeah. Um, but for me, it was a four out of ten, just because oh. the song just it's not something I'm into. Is just yeah, they, not... they're good enough to have to write their own. They don't need to cover yeah. people. I feel. But I did think it's a good, it's a good mashup though. It's like it's not just a straight cover, is it? They've done so. Yeah, yeah, it. it's, it's probably one of those. If I listen to it more, I'd, 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 you know, probably get used to. It, but mm. I suppose as soon as I was just like, as soon as I heard it, I thought this isn't even them. This why is <laughs> I just you know, and I didn't even, as I say, I didn't even notice the snap bit in there, which I know. Ah. I know um yeah. it was more around obviously because I, I suppose as well because the title was of the night and i thought it's just yeah, it's a, yeah. um and yeah it's just not not for me and i'm just surprised that a, a group like that stooped that low but then erasure mm-hmm. did it with aberesque i'm an erasure fan it's their only number did. one but it's not it's i don't include it as an erasure for no, me you wouldn't. It's, it's not it's, them. so mm. yeah Oh, well. In 2014, we had Pompeii and Waiting All Night, which was with Rudimental and Ella Air. That came in yeah, at number so, 21. Right, yeah. I'm not a fan of mashups. Um, it was a live version. It was to do with the Brit Awards from what I saw of the video. Yeah. Um, and I just gave it a 5 out of 10 just for the Pompeii. Mm. I quite like Waiting All Night, though. I liked it. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying I don't, but it's not it's not Bastilles, is it? I'm I'm mm. judging Bastille and waiting all night. It's nothing to do with them. It's a yeah, matchup but... of another song yeah. for a Brit Awards for them to be live on Brit Awards. It was so as a you know two for the price of Brit Awards. We're getting Bastille and Rudimental <laughs> two for the price of one, and chucking Elier singing for Rudimental. Uh, yeah, again, it's just not. I don't know why. Why didn't why Bill just sang Pompeii and then get rudimental to sing Rating All Night? Why do a mashup of both? You know, um, they've done the same. I mean, um, well, not the same, but um, they, 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 you, I can't remember what the, um, what the, uh, the music award might might be an MTV, but, um, oh, Christian Aguilera, I think it was. Christina Aguilera. Yeah, her and someone else. They done a. They they took a sample of "Take on Me," and right. they bought Morton Harkett out to sing "Take on Me" when oh. with this other. So it become a mashup with the song that they'd sampled "Take on Me" on. I can't remember what the song was, and I can't remember who the bloke was now who done it. But this it's the same. Just why? Why do that? Bloke. It was, a yeah, it was a bloke, and you came out with the name Christina Aguilera. I think she's, she's done it as well. I think he was, she sang it with him. But the bloke was the one who done it. Um, right, okay. It was like him featuring Christina Aguilera, from what I can remember. And then they bought and they used a sample of Take On Me, and then when they sang it live at this awards, which MTV or whatever it was, um, mm-hmm. they bought out Morton Harkett 
just to sing right at the end take on me it just it yeah it just i didn't get it you know and i'm an a half fan and love morton harkin why do a mashup of two songs why why you're just an original guy you hate covers i do i just don't know that (laughs) do you know where good grief came in I'd love it to a bit. It's not, but I, I mean, for me, I mean, I like Pompeii. And if that got to number two, Good Grief should be number one. Good Grief in 2016 got to number 13. 13. See, now yeah. I, I just love the song. Um, I love the chorus bit it when it went up to the tempo, that, which is what I like when it builds up and then it yeah. to the chorus of that tempo and that bit about love the watching through my fingers that they sing. That yeah. is just brilliant and yeah 10 out of 10 for me it was just wow. one of those songs i was like yes this is my kind of music okay and then you had i know you in 2017 yeah I couldn't, number five. yeah I couldn't find it and the reason i couldn't find it, it was craig david <laughs> still um so it was better than i thought it was going to be if i'm i mean i like craig david um obviously mm-hmm. with his songs um or his his earlier stuff anyway i was a bit um what's this gonna be like because they're totally different i would say yeah, yeah um, it, was, it was much better than i thought it would be um it's a good song with from you know with a collaboration between the two um so um it was you know, but it's again, it's it wasn't a Bastille, what I would call a Bastille song, and so it's just a mm. six out of ten for me. Not too bad. And in 2018, you had Happier, and that was a number two. So that was with a marshmallow. Yep. Um, surprisingly good. I was when I saw it, I thought, oh, here we go. This is like a you know, it's like Craig David again. And I thought it'd be worse. Well, I thought it was like a rapper. And I thought, oh, this isn't um but it was surprisingly good. Very modern sound, but then I suppose it's it's much nearer now. Um yeah. not either not a song I'd have associated with Bastille. Um personally. Oh, whereas I um, think it's yeah. I really like Happier. Yeah. yeah. It's it, not I mean, they, they in was Dan uh what is, is it dan smith did you say what's the lead yeah, singer dan smith. Dan smith. Did he, was he a writer of it did he have any input I even... um i gave it seven out of ten um but certainly better it, than the other one i did i did like that's what i'm saying it was better than much better than i was expecting surprisingly good and um just i don't know it wasn't what i was expecting from bastille so i didn't know if he wrote it marshmallow wrote it i didn't know what the what the thing was, so, was it a collaboration between both or? Yeah. So it was a collaboration, Dan Smith, Marshmallow, and Steve Mack. Uh-huh. So, yeah, seven out of ten. And then in 2019, you had Can't Fight This Feeling. That was yeah. their lowest charting at number 39. I'm surprised. So I don't like covers, and this is obviously a mm-hmm. cover of REO Speedwagon. Um, however, it was also the music for John Lewis's Christmas advert a couple of years yeah. ago. Um yeah. And I thought that on the back of that, it would do quite well because it was a good cover. It's one of those, it's a good cover. Um, yeah, it's a good cover. And it's the bit with the, the fact that they bring the, they have the orchestra in with them. That that sound, it just makes it different to the original. Layer, and yeah. um, I liked it again, seven and a half out of 10 for me. So just, uh, just um, above, um, 
what happier was you know because i'm not a cover fan but i thought it was a good cover as i say and it was i remember it because obviously i remember exactly. listening to it and going i know this song and then obviously realized it was rvo speedwagon but it was in a totally different way mm. of doing it and yeah. um i liked it and it's a it reminded it's like the the uh the one of keen um when a girl or a woman sang done redone theirs and it was a very good cover version of a good oh, song yeah. already um the one ah oh, i'll have to send you it i'll have to remember find it which what song i think it was right. their their not their their biggest hit, the, uh, the but their second one. I mean, they've had two good hits. I think it's their second one. But it was covered, and I think that was for John Lewis, actually, as well. But then, also, we spoke about this. Who sang The Power of Love again? Yeah. So, do you remember when we were talking about that? I prefer a cover by Gabrielle Clemy. Gabrielle Clemy? Sure, that's who it's by. I prefer her cover of oh. Power of Love. Like some covers can be good if they're totally different. Yeah. If it's just a cover yeah. with no, you know. Nothing changed, Jim. You've got to put yeah. your own spin on artists, yeah. haven't you? And if you don't put your own spin on it, what's the point? And I, just... I think that is, I mean, the, the REO Speedwagon, obviously, it is a great but this and you know as i say with the orchestra totally different um but obviously i did know it from from the yeah. um the advert but i'm surprised it didn't chart as well actually yeah that high but then i can't remember when it was released it might have been released like way before the advert uh maybe yeah, i mean it. the advert wasn't that long ago uh, it must have been two or three christmases ago well that was 2019 so it must have been that year mm. but it depends like if I didn't look at what month it was released, uh -huh. but you know, like, if it got released in May and then the advert yeah. was obviously like December time, it yeah. might have, but their peak position was 39 either way. Okay then, so moving on to years and years. I'm intrigued with the rest now. I thought I'd hit on a really good week, thought I'd hit on some good things for you. Maybe I don't know you that well, but what did you think of years and years? Yeah. Obviously, I know the lead singer. Um, I didn't know he was the lead singer until I saw that. I thought, that bloke, it's a sin. I thought, that's him. Not that I've watched it, but yeah. I know about it. Um, and I thought, ah. Um, and I can see now why, uh, well, I don't know how much input he had in the TV show, but obviously, It's a Sin was a song by the Pet Shop Boys. And years and years... I think are a poor copy of the Pet Shop Boys. Um, they're a synth pop. Um, well, I say no, not a poor copy. I've because I've got they're a poor Savage Garden and a copy of the Pet Shop Boys. They're trying oh. to. I don't know. Um, I've just thought that they were trying to. Why, why try and copy something that's already there? Just yeah. get your own thing. That, but you know, so they're synth pop in my eyes. Um, <laughs> And um, they're known for the lead singer, who's become an actor. Well, he's not an actor, though. He's just done that. He's, he's still a singer. Oh, he's okay. not. He's, he's, yeah, he's only done, like you say, it's a sin. But, yeah, he's, he's, he's still well, singing. Or he's something, isn't it? Or Alexander yeah. or something. So their genre is electro-pop, indie-pop, dance-pop. Oh, okay. And, yeah. So Years and Years is now a solo project of British singer Ollie Alexander. 
So they get on to how he's become just him. But it was originally formed as a band in 2010 with Mikey Goldsworth on synthesizer, keyboards and bass guitar. Emre Turkman on synthesizers, beats, samples and guitar. Uh, Noel Lehman on synthesizers and keyboards. And Olivier Subria on drums. So hang on, they got three members of the band on synthesizers, but they're yeah. not classed as a synth pop band. No, electro pop, indie pop, dance pop. Uh, I know. Electro pop, synth pop. They're I not, mean, there's they're not much very similar. I think synth pop is with a synthesizer and electro pop's with a keyboard, but um, they're synthesizers. So I would have said they're a synth pop. But... They have got two keyboards as well, though. So. Um, so Goldsworth is an, is Australian. He moved to London. When he moved to London, he met Lehman, Subria, and then Turkman later online. Alexander do- joined the band as the lead vocalist after Goldsworth heard him singing in the shower. How he heard him singing in the shower, I do not know, but that's how he joined the band. Um, so it started as a five-piece of those five that I've just said to you. But after the first single was released in 2012, Lehman, who did the uh, synthesizers and keyboards, and Subria, the drummer, left the band the following year, leaving them a trio with Ollie and then Oldsworthy, who pretty much started the band, and Emery Chuck. Um, they went on to release two more singles before being signed to Polydor Records in 2014. So, Desire was actually their fifth single and the first of theirs to peak in the charts. Sunlight was a feature, de- feature on the debut album Communion in 2015. I've got Sunlight, but Magician featuring years and years. Yes, so it was a feature and then it was on the debut album in 2015, um, which was Communion. Um, and that was also the fastest selling album of the year from a UK signed band. King was their sixth single and it did well internationally, peaking within the top 10 of the charts in Australia, Austria, Bulgaria, Denmark, Germany, Luxembourg, the Netherlands, Ireland and Switzerland. You know you've made it big when you chart in Bulgaria and Luxembourg. Why? I'm joking. Not, I was going to say, like, they're not big places. Exactly. Why mention? <laughs> it comes to something when you have to mention, oh, yeah, we've got a hit single in Bulgaria and <laughs> Luxembourg. Oh, well done, you. Right, come on. There are some of your bands that have, like, hit, they're, like, big in it- Italy and they're nowhere near big in the UK or US, just little Italy yeah. loving them. It's Italy, so, with their fashion, is a bit better than Bulgaria and Luxembourg. Fashion, not music sense, because these people, these well, ones, music and fashion go hand in hand, don't yeah. they? You know, not all the time, because I can, I can't remember the names of the bands, but I remember but some of the bands that get are not that great. One of the biggest music producers, or whatever you know, Godfather Pop Disco, Giorgio Moroder was Italian. Oh, yeah. So yeah. you can be little Italy and their music. But I'm sorry, they're not nowhere near on a par with <laughs> Bulgaria and Luxembourg. The point is, they were hitting internationally. For them, with their debut album, their sixth single, you know, 
give themselves a pat on the back. Um, in 2016, they announced that Tovlo would would feature on a re-release of their song Desire, and the video was accompanied by an open letter from Alexander. The video highlighted the LGBT issues for which Alexander has become a spokesperson for. Quite a good video, and I like Tovlo as well. Their second album had the song Meteorite on, which was included on the soundtrack for Bridget Jones's Baby. Sanctify became the number one trending video on YouTube within the first 24 hours after its launch. A short interview was released after the music video with Alexander explaining his inspiration for the song came from experiences he had with men who claimed to be heterosexual but have desires of other sexualities in which they struggled to embrace. So some of their songs have like those deeper meanings, which I really enjoy. So there's not much about years and years based on they've just kind of come in, done their business, yeah. but it all then changed. So in 2021, well, on the 18th of March, 2021, the band announced through an Instagram post that their upcoming album would essentially be a solo project by Alexander to be released under the band's name. Mikey, um, so the one that kind of got them all together, will still play live as an instrumentalist and Emery will focus on his work as a writer and producer. Alexander had an interview with Capital FM and he said, the honest truth of what happened is that me, Mikey and Emery met like 10 years ago. We've been in this band for a decade and in that time we've just kind of grown apart musically. We kind of stopped making music together and when we announced that I was going to be Ollie years and years, it had kind of been a long time coming, if that makes sense. We all got into a new way of living our lives and working together quite separately. Then after the pandemic, I feel like we all really had time to reflect on what was going on and it made sense that we kind of went our separate ways. He writes all the songs for the new album. Emre's been working on other stuff. He's got family to raise and so it's just that honest thing. We didn't fall out, we're all mates, so it's definitely different, but I'm really excited to kind of do my own thing this time. And it sounds very much like um, what happened with Naked Eyes, obviously, because the bloke, there was two in it. Obviously, yeah. David Fisher was one. He then went and they, 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 they went disbanded. Mm. Uh, he then, um, well, they, he moved, one of them moved to America and the other one didn't because they were better, mm. they were bigger in America. But yeah. And then obviously, Climby Fisher come, was born out of it. Yeah. Um, and then the other guy carries on as a soloist as he Naked Eyes. Yeah. Yeah, and it so sounds that's what similar done. to that. So uh, yeah. it's, again, it's not something that isn't different. Um, mm. But yeah, okay. Yeah. So he 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 kept years and years. He said he just didn't want to let it go. He put so much into it. It was a tricky decision in some ways because I think possibly it might have been a bit simpler for everyone if I'd just been like, oh, I'm a solo artist now. But I just didn't want to. Bands are like marriages. Any separation is difficult. And I think it went as well as it could with us. But yes, that's him. So now he has gone on. And like you say, he's done It's a Sin. He's also um, done songs with the likes of Kylie Minogue. Galantis, and he did a New Year's Eve special, which was it last year or the year before? I'm sure it was 2021 that he did it. Um, and they called it Big New Year's and Year's Eve Party with guest appearances from Minogue and Pet Shop Boys. There you go, the Pet Shop Boys link. 
Yeah. So you got the Pet Shop Boys with the the TV thing, which called it's a sin, and mm. you got them with this. Um, but yeah, so he's doing really well. I I really like Ollie Alexander. Yeah, I like him. Um, so they, as a band, have had five UK top tens, two number one albums, with three albums being released. All three made it into the top forty. So you had their debut album in 2015, Communion. That was number one for two weeks. Um, in 2018, they had Palo Santo. That came in at number three. And in 2022, so this one would be just Ollie on his own, so technically a solo project, um, Night Call, which was their second number one. And technically, as a band, they've only had that one number one. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to, I'm just looking now. All the songs, bar two that you had, are with the band. The last two songs are Ollie Alexander on his own. Okay. See what you think of those two compared to the other. All right. So we start off in 2014. They had Sunlight, which came in at number seven. Okay. So, yeah, it was, uh, it wasn't theirs as such i don't know whether they had any again whether they wrote it in a collaboration but it, obviously i'm just going by what i saw when i went on the songs and it was sunlight magician featuring years and years um yeah. for me um i was i was waiting for the tempo to come in and like at the course but it was just music there was no singing or anything just wasn't for me it was a four out of ten wasn't a great start for this you sound like me well i was waiting for something to happen with it and it didn't yeah i get it it is more like it's less singing it's not my favorite of theirs also i did just look up ollie alexander wrote it alongside magician um then we move on 2014 again they have desire that came in at number 22. Okay, so it's weird. I was listening to it and not, all it done was reminded me of another song. But I just could not oh, think of song? this. I even Googled songs that sound like Desire and it was just <laughs> giving me songs to listen to that sound like Desire. But I don't know, the, I listened to it and I was thinking, this reminds me of a song. And I could not remember. It was it was doing my head in. I listened to the song twice to see and I just <laughs> couldn't think of it. And I probably just, I was, that was probably on my mind more than the song that actually lit because I was what, just trying to, yeah. yeah. Um, but it didn't, other than the fact that I'd heard it before or thought I'd, I'd there's a song similar, um, which I couldn't think of. Um, it didn't do anything else for me. Uh, so a five out of ten. A five. I like Desire. That's an up there song of theirs, you know. Uh, Oh, that's a good one. Like I like it's funny because I don't listen to the charts really, unless I happen to put the radio one on a Sunday. Um, so I never really know where charts are. So I've never known where these have all come. So when I was writing it, I was like, "Just I came in at twenty-two. Like I thought that'd be a higher charting one. That's an up there song for me." Um. Anyway, moving on. Twenty fifteen, they had King, which I've already said was number one in the US. Done well in Bulgaria and Luxembourg as well. Well, in the UK, it got to number one. 
Really? Wow. I'll put upbeat, upbeat, good song, have heard before. There you go. And I gave it an 8 out of 10. Oh, okay. That's quite It high. wasn't my favourite one of theirs, but it was, oh. well, no, sorry, 8.5 out of 10 I gave it. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Oh, I love King. So yeah, no, I did like it. And as I say, I had heard it before. Um, I'm not sure it's a number one, if I'm really honest. But no, it was a good upbeat song. I, I did that like it. King's the one that really pushed years and years into the limelight. Before King, unless you were like a fan of theirs and knew of them anyway, they weren't as big. Even though they'd had a number seven um, and a number 22, they weren't. King really pushed them getting that number one. Also in 2015, they had Eyes Shut, which peaked at number 17. Mm. So I put, started off with Promise, but for me didn't deliver any, I can't even read my own writing, any <laughs> oomph, oomph. Didn't give any okay. oomph. What I meant by that, I haven't got a clue, but that's what I've written. Um, yeah, so it, it sounds like I... I liked it, but there was it. It was an okay song. It didn't. It wasn't okay. one I thought. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll play it again. It was, you know. And um, oh. yeah, I gave it a six out of ten. So very oh. average. Whereas the eyes shut is my favourite out of the songs that I grew new for years and years. All right. Mm. Also, in twenty fifteen, we had Shine, which came in at number two. Well, that was my favourite. Okay. That is a good one. Um, so great tempo, great song, builds up and then hits you. I've put, and I gave it nine out of ten. Not a ten out of ten for a favourite. No, no, not ten. Not not with these. They weren't. They're not like Bastille. They you, okay. you know, ten out of ten is a song that, that yeah. I would go out and buy. I, I remember who was it that you gave a ten? At, was it Little Mix that got a ten out of ten? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure you gave a little mix because I was shocked. So was when you had thing I know not, the very first ones, the boy band. The no. song, well, there was a song that you hadn't given me that I come across and really liked. Yes, there was. Oh, I can't remember yeah. who that was though. No. Yeah, uh, that was um. Oh, the vamps. I think you came oh. across another one that I hadn't given you because you really liked the vamps. Yeah. Um, 2018, we had Sanctify. And that came in at number 25. Well, that, that goes with what I've put, because I've put oh. disappointing after shine. <laughs> so, you know, you come in, deliver shine, and then I just thought, whoa. Well, they had, you said shine got to number two, and then this isn't even in the top 20. So sort yeah. of goes, backs me up, really. And, yeah, another yeah. six out of ten for me. Oh, sorry, no. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yes, yeah, six out of yeah. ten. So, like, eyes shut. Oh, see, eyes shut. Also in 2018, If You're Over Me, brought them back. They got number six. Um, so If You're Over Me, good feel song. Um, what I'd call a foot-tapping song, and I gave it a seven out of ten. Ooh, got your foot tapping. on like that. Wow, what I've written. I don't remember it tapping, but there you go. <laughs> I said that what I'd call a foot-tapping song. Didn't say I had my foot tapping. I'd call it one. <laughs> And also in 2018, Play was number eight. So, again, this was Jax Jones featuring yep. Years and Years. Mm -hmm. um, so it was okay, um, but didn't deliver for me, and it was a six out of ten. Okay. 
Now, these last two will be um, just, just Oli Alexander. Um, so you had in 2021, Starstruck, that came in at 31. Wow. Well, I've actually put Good Beat um, and one of their better songs. Just wish they carried on with this way of writing, playing music. Hmm. And I gave it an 8 out of 10. Ooh. I like Star Trek. Too. And also in 2021, Sweet Talker came in at number 26. Yeah, and again, I've put good music, but lyrics singing didn't grab me. Six out of ten. Oh, Sweet Talk is a good one for me. That's not average again for me. Oh, so maybe uh, to be fair, I didn't think years and years would hit with you as much as like the still Chainsmokers and Rudimental. Let's move on to the Chainsmokers and see what you thought of them. So these I picked up because I absolutely love the Chainsmokers. And since giving you these, I've gone back to listening to all their old songs and actually got Aoife into them. She doesn't stop playing the Chainsmokers now. So out of this, even if you don't like the Chainsmokers, Aoife does. So we're good. Okay, that's what good. Well, just, that, just, before, <laughs> just a, um, a bit of a, uh, what do you call it? Um, Side note? No. Um, warning. Well, no, not warning. I can't think of the word now. I'm, I'm having a disaster okay. tonight. Um, but there is a 10 out of 10 <laughs> in oh, this. Yes. Okay, I'll take that. If there's a 10 out of 10 for the Chainsmokers, I'll take it. Okay. There's a 10 out of 10. Okay. Got anything to say about them as a whole before I go into them? Um, you bigged them up and they didn't deliver. Oh, stop. Human. What genre did you go for then, Dad? Um, electro pop. Um, they they reminded me of Owl City, and that's the the modern yeah. sort of symbol. Um, and I put that um, they're a poor man's Larue. Human. I think you just stopped talking. <laughs> so you picked them up too much, and then when I was it, amazing. Oh yes, this is this is um electro pop. And I thought oh, it's going to be like, you know, LaRue and Al City, the, you know, the, the late, the, 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 the modern day and it's 80s music sort of, and they, they weren't. Maybe I was, Nothing. maybe you, you bigging them up made me want more. I was expecting too much. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe I shouldn't have bigged them up until now. Maybe you shouldn't. Either way, I love them. So their genre is electronic, pop, EDM, and future bass. So they were initially made up of Alex Powell and former DJ Rhett Bixler. In 2012, they were reformed as an EDM DJ duo under the management of Adam Alpert. So then that in 2012, there was this guy, Drew Taggart, was studying at Syracuse Uni when he met Powell, so they're American, just so you know. He had taken an interest in being a DJ and released some original songs on the website SoundCloud. Taggart was informed by someone working for the manager, that, like the Alpert, um, that the duo had an open spot after Bixer left, which prompted him to up his life to New York. And then Powell had grown up as a DJ when he was introduced to Taggart. So they started off as Powell and a DJ. And um, that DJ left before they even became anything. So they are 
um, just a DJ duo of Pow and Taggart. So they started off remixing bands, uh, indie bands. And in 2012, they collaborated with Priyanka Chopra on the, on the single Erase and then The Rookie in 2013. Their single, Hashtag Selfie, released for free in December 2013, was picked up by Jim Mack Records, which is an independent label in LA, who re-released it in January 2014 and eventually streamed it to Republic Records. The single charted internationally and peaked on the Dance Electronic Songs chart. Powell described the song as life-changing, and then in April 2015, they signed with Disruptor Records, which was a joint venture label with Sony. So in June 2015, they released Roses, which became a commercial success and has been certified multi-platinum in several countries, including their native US, where it reached number 10 in the Billboard chart. Don't Let Me Down featured vocals from American singer Dea, which won a Grammy Award. They have also publicly denounced Donald Trump while at a festival. Thought I'd put that in there. 2016, they released Closer, featuring Halsey, which peaked at number one in the US and chanted in 12 other countries, including the UK. In 2016, they were ranked 18th on DJ Magazine's annual list of the top 100 DJs after debuting on the list at 97 in 2014. So it took them, you know, they had a right bump after in two years. In 2017, they announced they're working on their debut album as well as announcing a tour. On the tour, they decided they took, a, instead of having like a support artist, they did have a support artist, but instead of like a known one that's trying to make it a bit bigger, they took a fan um, after seeing a cover of theirs that they'd done on a piano. So they took a, just a fan mm, that they tapped to see the cover of the group and a band and they. Yeah. Then, we'll have you with us. Yeah. So Fair instead process. of like instead of taking someone that's already got a bit of support, they've taken someone that's got nothing. So I thought that was quite quite good. Um something just like this broke the record for most views of a lyric video in one day with nine million views. And the one was released as a promotional single for their debut album. So it took them quite a while to get their debut album out. They did like a lot of mixing and working on the background, but they did, you know, they, they got singles out as promotion and got a few singles out before even um, saying they were working on an album. Um, their second album was released in 2018. So it took them quite a while to get things going, um, which featured Sick Boy, which is also the name of the album. And they released a single each month that year for that album. Their third album, World War Joy, was released in 2019, featuring Who Do You Love, a collaboration with Australian band Five Seconds of Summer. And the song was certified double platinum in Canada and platinum in the US, and is the most successful single from that album. Um, in 2020, they announced they were taking a break from social media to focus on the next chapter in their music. They only occasionally broke their social media hiatus to tease the fourth album by posting promotional material and to reiterate that they were working on a project, not that they'd broken up or anything. When it um, hit COVID, 
they after obviously they'd had their social media break and then they had covid they decided to hold a drive-in concert called safe and sound so everyone would be in their cars and they performed a concert just to get people a bit more uplifted um in 2022 they released their first new music in two years on their soundcloud page a remix of i can't make you love me by bonnie Raitt and meet me at our spot by the anxiety and then they have released their fourth album as well um, and a fun fact for you um you've heard of calvin harris haven't you yep okay um, so according to Forbes, in 2019, their list of highest paid celebrities, they like to do, the Chainsmokers were the highest paid DJs dethroning Calvin Harris after six years. Mm. See, they're good. They're good. But yeah, there's not much to say about them. They are literally two DJs that have come together. They do their stuff. They drop an album every now and then, and then they... Off, but they're not. I wouldn't say the chain smokers are commercially successful as like those other bands. Like, I don't really know anyone that really listens to them. Like, I'm quite a big fan of theirs and I have listened to all their music. Um, but they're not a big uh group as per se. Uh -huh. Um, they've had four UK top tens. Um, no albums at number one. They've released four albums, but they've only had one album in the top 40. And that was Memories Do Not Open in 2017. That was their debut album. And that came in at number three. Mm -hmm. Okay. Good album. So their songs. Yes. In 2014, hashtag selfie came in at number 11. What did you think of that? Oh, well, I'm surprised it got that high. I have all I'll put, I'll just read you what I wrote when I was listening to it. Not a fan of the talking, electronic music, but no context, absolutely no end product. It was just not music. It was, I don't know. It's like someone's talking while there was music in the background. I mean, it was four out of 10. I don't even know why I've given it a four, to be honest. Because uh, the next, uh, well, I'm going to change it now to two out of ten. I don't even know why I'm giving it a four. I did not like it. I did not get it, and I was just like, "You built them up," and then this was the first song I listened to, and it was like, "Really?" When I was sending you the list, I was like, "Oh no, hashtags!" Because hashtag selfie, like I like them, but hashtag selfie is not one that I go back and listen to. Like I remember when it came out, and it was just one of those songs where you're like, "Okay, this is one of them." It was when selfies all started becoming a word, um, and it's just about being in the club and taking a selfie. Let me well, take it a sounds selfie. Sounds like that's all they're doing. Because, as I say, the mute. It's like, mm. as I say, music in the background and someone's just talking. And it was. What? Do you want to take some shots? <laughs> <laughs> it is funny, but yeah, I'm not surprised you didn't like it because I did think, oh god, this isn't a way to sell a band, is it? Okay. No, definitely not. <laughs> 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 in 2016 they had roses which was number 16 can i just go back to the selfie i wish now <laughs> i'd gone this was the 10 out of 10 your face would have been a bit i've <laughs> gone yeah well this is the 10 out of 10 and your face would have been, what? Oh, God, i'm joking uh, so yeah oh, if i only uh, thought of that then yeah. i'd have been so shocked if you said that <laughs> anyway roses uh, 
um was expecting more as the song went on but again it didn't deliver for me and it's a four out of ten also in 2016 don't let me down number two so don't let me down an improvement on the previous songs well on selfie um but i've put still still didn't grab me it was still didn't it wasn't like you listen to it on the radio and you think oh what's this song turn it up and want to find out who sings it just wasn't that five out of ten Where's your 10 out of 10? 2016 again, we had Closer. We, that came in at number one. That's your second number, number one. one. Number, number one. one. Number one. Really? Oh, Closer's a great song. Don't give me that. Well, I'll tell you what I wrote. was okay, but just not my cup of tea. Six out of 10. I'm going to have to listen to that again, I think. But Closer's how's great. that got to number one? I really don't know. But you you said something when you was right, when you was reading it out, and I was thinking, yes, yeah, that pretty much is like me. It's just not my cup of tea. And I've, number one, really, number one. When you was reading out just now, you you said something, that, and I was looked, and I thought, yeah, that's funny. I've written just not my cup of tea. So yeah, I wasn't expecting that to be a number one. Closer released in yeah, closer peaked at number one in the US and charted in 12 other countries, including the UK. Where am I on your level of it not being number one in that um, sentence? Um, I wasn't expecting <laughs> it to be number one because you said number one in the US and charted. And I was thinking, yeah, so, it, it, um, yeah, like I've got my cup of tea. And it's... Where I got my resort research from, it did say it peaked at number one in the US and UK. Well, I couldn't write that, so I no. changed it so that you didn't yeah. twig on that yeah, well, it would be number one in the it, UK. It, as you said it, I thought, yeah, so it's obviously big in America, but not here. And that sort of backs me up that it's not my cup of tea, which is a bit like the Brits. It's massive in America and not here. And then you throw in it got to number one. <laughs> well, it's a great not, song. not with me. I'll have to re-listen yeah. to it, but yeah, no, six what out did you, of ten. What did you, uh, oh, six out of ten. Okay. Also in 2016, All We Know, Peter 24. See, now I've put All We Know, big improvement, more my kind of music, eight out of ten. Okay, yeah, All We Know is a good one, but I think that all of theirs should be higher. There's only two songs of theirs that I don't always go back and listen to, and that's Selfie and one more that's got this. Coming up, I'll let you know which one. I'm guessing it's Sick Boy. 2017, Paris came in at number five. Um, good B. Just didn't have that special ingredient that says listen again. Um, but then I did listen to it after all we know. So, yeah, seven out of ten. It's still better than the others. Ooh, it came out, uh, it was after all we know. And as I said, that was my favourite, more my kind of music of theirs up to that point. So it was good. I'm not saying it wasn't, but it didn't have that, that it didn't have whatever all we know had that really grabbed okay. me at that time. Oh, so, you like the yeah. low charters. Well, um, yeah, you, like you. We've, <laughs> the, we've had before. We are alike. Um, also in 2017, something just like this, that featured Coldplay. Something just like this, Coldplay. Yeah. This is mm. what music should sound like. Just a shame. I've put this is not their song. 
So it is their song. Well, I'll put 10 out of 10, but it sounds so much like Coldplay. So Um, like Coldplay. But you've got to remember, Coldplay would have sung on it, They're Any DJs. Yeah, yeah. Um, That came in at number two, by the way. Yeah, that was my 10 out of 10. I loved it. But I knew it was Coldplay um, straight away. As soon as I heard it, I thought, this is Coldplay. And like... um, like Chris Martin wrote it, also um, uh, Andrew yeah. Taggart. Uh, no, but Andrew Taggart, who's changed yeah. wrote it as well. So it was a. Joint. But there would have been a big input from the from Chris Martin, it, I'd have said. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, it is a Chainsmokers song featuring Coldplay. Wow. Uh, but yeah, it, it it did it for me because of Coldplay. It it's the Chris Martin and yeah. I should have known that was your number ten. Why did I even question? I'm intrigued which one would be number 10. Should have known. Um, in 2018, Sick Boy got in at number 35, their lowest charting. Well, I've put nothing special, but then I did give it the benefit of the doubt. I listened to it after the Coldplay one, which at mm. time would obviously nothing was going to top it, but five out of 10 for me. Yeah. And this is the other one that I don't always go back and listen to. I remember when this was released, and obviously I listened to it because I like the chain smokers you know like your ones anything but you should listen and i was like oh this isn't this isn't hitting with me and it took me a few listens to actually enjoy it and now like i do enjoy it it's just not one that i would want on repeat uh, and then finally in 2019 who do you love came in at number 34 mm, i thought it would tried higher than that actually i've put um on a par with paris which i oh, liked okay. um so, yeah, so 7 out of 10, the same. I don't know, I, I didn't give either of them a half because they would both, I went back and listened mm. to Paris again to see which one I liked better and I couldn't split it. So both were 7 out of 10. Um, yeah, I, I did like it. Um, for me, something just like this, I think I think Coldplay had a lot of input in it. I, mm. It sounded so much like a Coldplay. Um so that was my favourite one. Um, and then All We Know, which for me was my kind of music. I'm just shocked that Closer was number one. That I might have to go oh, back and listen to that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's, oh, that's a great song. There's lo- like, trust me, if you listen to the Memories Do Not Open album, there are so many songs on there that they've not released as singles that are amazing. I think you'd enjoy some of them on there. Even their other albums, to be fair, but Memories Do Not Open, I know it's their debut one. They have done three, three others album since but that is always my go-to but i think it's because it's like the first one and that's like their early days for me but i think there'd be more songs on there that you like okay just great if they ever come to the uk and you hear about it get me tickets okay (laughs) um moving on then your last one rudimental what do you think of them well i've put electronic and i've put they reminded me of Clean Bandit. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And you're on there with electronic, but their main genre is drum and bass. They've also got a bit of soul and house in there. Yeah. Well, there's not a 10 out of 10. However, okay. there is a 9.5 out of 10. Oh, all right. Now, you've had two number ones so far. So you've got three. There you go. I said I said it'd be these. I said it'd be these. I reckon I could give you the three that are number ones. Okay, go on then. 
I reckon feel the love. Um, I reckon three, and the one that I originally said, lay it all on me. But, but, yeah, I've played safe here and not given you the one that I've given nine and a half. So that might be number one. Okay, but I've put a star by the ones that you said are a number one, so we'll let you know where they came, yeah, mate. And we'll see if the nine and a half is one of them. I, on purpose, haven't given you that. Okay. I've given you another another two in or another one instead of that. Okay. All right, well, we'll find out then. So, Rudimental. They are music producers and DJs. They do have a singer in there. Um, yes. But they do get a lot of features on their songs as well. So all of these um, had a feature, all of them. Yeah, yeah. So they're that's singer why I thought they were is, like Clean Bandit. Yeah, they are. Clean Bandit are like a, the musicians, and then they have mm, a, a guest vocalist. Yeah. yeah, so that's basically these Clean uh, Chain Smokers are a bit similar, but yes, um, yeah, they do. They are DJs, where these are music. Yeah, which I think is, well. and that's why I said Al City. Oh, they remind me of Al City because mm. I think he's a DJ. A bit more that side, yeah. So. Um, one also can one member of the band can play the drums, but they don't really utilize it in the band because of how they make their music instead. So you have got Piers Agate, Cassie Dryden, and Leon Roll, known as DJ Lotsmith. They do have. They did. They were. A four-piece group. Um, so they had Amir Amor was part of the starting lineup. So Agate, Dryden, and Roll have known each other from an early age, growing up on the same street and attending the same school. Um, in 2011, the band approached Amor, a record producer and songwriter, and this initial collaboration resulted in songs "Feel the Love," "Not Giving In." and one called Spoons, he was then asked to join the band. So in 2011, after they'd already formed, they brought in a more, and they came up with those songs. And they joined. So in regards to their name, Kessie Dryden has said, when I was a kid, I used to go to piano lessons. There was a book called The Book of Rudiments, and my teacher would always have a go at me for forgetting it. I always used to hear rudiments, rudiments, where's your rudiments when I was a teenager? I was looking for a producer name for myself and would call myself rudiments. And when we started collaborating and sharing music together, rudimental sort of felt better for a band name. That's quite interesting. So they were signed to Black Button Records in 2011. In 2012, they released their debut album, Home, releasing Feel the Love, which was a top five in Australia. Belgium, the Netherlands, and New Zealand, also charting in Austria, Denmark, Germany, and Ireland. Disappointing, so, not Bulgaria or Luxembourg, but Belgium. Um twenty twelve also saw Not Given In release featuring John Newman and Alex Clare. Twenty thirteen Waiting All Night featured Ella Air and was the third single release from their album. Um, that album cover for Home was a mural from their home borough of Hackney and they donated £10,000 to ensure the upkeep of that mural. They received the Best Album Award in the MOBO Awards in Glasgow. So their debut album came in big. 
Um, Rudimental were given writing credit on Bloodstream by Ed Sheeran in 2015. So they have also, because you've, didn't you say one of, was it Rudimental that you said about with Ed Sheeran? Yes. That they would have a number one. Yeah, so they've worked alongside Ed Sheeran um, back and forth, I'd say. Their second album was released in 2015. And their third album, Toast to Our Differences, featured Sun Comes Up, featuring James Arthur, These Days featuring Dan Kaplan, Jessica Lynn and Macklemore, and their album featured many other collaborations, including Rita Ora and Jessica Lynn again. Fourth album in And Jessica Lynn worked with Clean Bandits, and that's where I got that link. Because ah, uh, like, Jessica yeah. Lynn was also Clean Bandit. There you go. Fourth album in 2020 saw Come Over featuring Annie Marie and Tion Wayne. And in October 22, the band posted on Twitter with the caption, A New Era, with only three band members being shown in the image, implying Amore was no longer in the band. So we've been in a band all this time. It was only last year. They have not released anything as just their three as of yet. Um, because they're just music producers, I say because they're just because they're music producers, there's not much on them. They just, again, like the Chainsmokers, get their music out there, get people featured, and be done with it. No mess. And they're still going. And that's something this week. They're all still going. They're all still together. Which I think in previous bonus episodes we've done, like we've had the likes of Little Mix, One Direction, who have definitely split up. Um and I think there are others that still haven't made it. But all of these this week. Have, That's quite uh, incredible. You know, we're talking 2010 and they're still together. Yeah, Aha, Erasure, Petra Boys, still touring. And they're from the 1980s. Says it all you need to know about the difference between music in the 80s and now. They're still going. And they're not the only ones. There's loads yeah, of 80s. But sets. when you think, when, yes, they're still going, but they're not in the mainstream are they no they're no just no going because, because there's us old fogies don't know how to download the way of downloading music now <laughs> if i go to a record shop they i wouldn't be able to buy them it's because of us <laughs> vinyls are still around exactly, exactly that's <laughs> what i mean whereas now it's like oh yeah they're not together but there's so much competition with staying in the mainstream that they just if they're not in the mainstream they just fall and don't think about staying with hardcore fans but it's because nowadays it's like all the fast fashion isn't it so music's kind of similar oh, yes just whereas in the eight it was albums now it's more yeah. new it's singles yeah, yeah. it's all digitally did digitally mm. streamed yes so, uh, so rudimental had four top tens two albums at number one that's out of their four release. Um, all four made into the top 40s albums chart. So you had Home in 2013, debut album, peaked at number one for a week. In 2015, We the Generation was at number one for a week. In 2019, Toast to Our Differences peaked at number five. And in 2021, Ground Control peaked at number 16. Okay their singles so you've got three number ones to find yeah, you've told me where you think they are yeah so i have just looked off. and um i've i should have gone with the another one but i've i've gone with the 
the featuring artist rather than oh, what okay. I've well, them as. If yeah, okay. So uh, there was All another right. one that I probably would have said over the one I did so, say. Right, okay. Well, we will find out. So okay. the first one in 2012, Feel the Love. You said I'm, I'm now number one. Three, I'm pretty sure this was a number one. You were correct. This was the yeah. first number one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I'd heard it before. Good song, good tempo. I like it. Nine out of ten, and it was a good song. I'm going to enjoy these. Yes, and yeah, Ooh. and I'm not surprised it was a number one. A good song. Also in 2012, not giving in came in at number 14 yeah I, I like the music good rhythm but yeah compared to the first one um same person john newman again mm -hmm. um seven out of ten okay still not bad no no in 2013 waiting all night peaked at number one yeah this was the other one that i didn't say mainly because i thought emily sanday is a bigger bigger um mm. artists than ella air but as you'll find out i actually prefer this and so that's this is the one i was saying this could actually be a number one so waiting all night uh good tempo good to listen to eight out of ten okay so this is the one that you thought of because of the featuring artist could yeah be. i thought i mean okay. i'm not i'm not saying i'm not going that amelia sande is number one which is what i said was free yeah um I just went with that one because of it being Amelia Sande. Yeah. Ella Rare, yes. But it does mean, though, I don't think the one that I've given nine and a half is a number one because I'm still going with Ed Sheeran we've being number got, one. We've still got two songs that you've given. So we've seen two number ones. We've still got one to find. Yeah. And we've got Ed Sheeran, though, which I did say was mm. the original number one. Yeah, you did. Yes. Um, 2013 again right here came in at number 14. yeah, yeah. featured foxes never d d never seen a fox singing so i don't uh, know how that works they, um they oh, what song did they do together no not together foxes did a really annoying song yeah well i've never heard of them i've got to be honest um but um very similar in sound to waiting all night but not nearly as good is what i've put six out of ten okay and then in 2013 we had free another one that you said would be number one yeah but i only because of amelia as i say listen I mean, i've got i've given feel the love nine out of ten was number one i gave waiting all night featuring ella air eight out of ten eight. was number one yeah and i've already told you yeah. there's a nine and a half and i've told you yeah. about ed sheeran um so you'll see how what i've scored this one even though i said it was okay. number one it was only because of emily San, emily emily emily, Sanday, emily not the song okay well this one was number 26 yeah and i've put i like emily sandy however i didn't like this Ooh, five i really ten. i really like this song you know it's an up there one for me yeah. like it being at 26 i don't I don't agree with that. I think it should be higher. Um, obviously, we've already had Pompeii and Waiting the Night when we did yeah, the still. Yeah. So we know that came in at 21. That's their next one. 
Yeah. Um, so moving on to 2015, Never Let You Go came in at 29. So featuring Voy Vance, never heard of her, him. Um, I don't know who they are. No. No. Was okay, but didn't have the same attraction as the earlier songs. Um, seven out of ten. So it was better than Free and White Here, but it wasn't really up there with the other, well, the two that were obviously number one, mm. to be honest. So yeah. Well, I knew that when I was. What did you mark Free again? A six? Three, five. Or five. Six okay. was for White Here featuring That's Foxes. It. Okay, so moving on to 2015 and Lay It All On Me to the Ed Sheeran one. That came in at number 12. Really? See, now, I thought it'd be number one because of Ed Sheeran. You'll see that I wasn't really a fan of this, so not the usual sound of Ed Sheeran, but it was a good alternative sound, 7 out of 10. Oh, see, I do like they, it on me, but it, wasn't, it's not it my... wasn't in my. So, so far, my top two are both are number, number ones, one. and I've still got a nine and a half out of ten to I come. Think, I think I've just worked out where your nine and a half comes on because I think it's my one of my, my favorite songs by them as well. Then we'll find out. 2017, Sun Comes Up, number six. Oh, I'm a James Arthur fan. Great, good song, nine and a half out of ten. Oh, okay, it's not what I thought it was. I forgot you like James Arthur. Yeah, so it's different, and yeah, and he's so yeah. down to earth. Didn't um, you, when he was on X Factor, didn't you yeah. actually vote? Yeah, for yeah, him? yeah, I did. Yeah. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, and when I listened to this, I just thought, oh, this is it's not been ruined or anything, and. Yeah, I didn't think it'd be a number one because I don't think James Arthur's had. Well, he probably has had a number one, but I just I don't know. But nine, this was for for me was the yeah. It wasn't a ten out of ten, but yeah, nine and a half. It's not you know. It's it just yeah. It was mm. really, really good. Okay, so we've still got that number one to find. Oh well, I've still got an eight and a half. So if my eight out of ten was a number one then there's all the possibility that the eight and a half, which is still higher than a cheer. And I did say was because again, because of the artist, um, that could still be the number one. Okay. Well, moving on to 2018 and these days, which is my favorite song of theirs. That came in at number one. Good song. Better than the collaboration with Ed Sheeran. Eight and a half out of 10. It's a great song. It is, a it good is song. my favourite rudimental song. Do you want to hear something funny? I can't remember why. I think me and Connor were watching something, um, and it was like a question about these days. And the first song that pops into my head when I hear these days is this one. Connor hears the song called like a song named These Days and thinks of Take That. <laughs> he thinks to take that so we were both getting on our phone getting up this song that we'd thought of and he was there playing take that i was like not rudimental and macklemore yeah it baffled so yeah it, take that with connor is yeah. he, he's a secret take that fan you know should let von know <laughs> um, they move on to 2020 come over got to number 26 so featuring Anne marie 
Um, good beat, but the actual song not up to the same as the previous songs. Uh, six out of ten. Oh, that is really low. And then in 2021, Regardless came in at number 37 and lowest charting. So that was with Array. Um, was okay, but much better other songs, 7 out of 10. So that was the same as um, Ed Sheeran. So Ray had to fight hard to get um, herself into the music industry. She's finally released an album recently. Okay. Not fun fact about her. So that was your week of listening to 2010 bands. Yes. So I'm going to ask you now what you thought overall of each of them, whether you will actually go back and listen to them again ever in your lifetime. Mm-hmm. So, but still. Oh, absolutely. I'd go out and buy their album, especially Bad Blood, because I liked the the three songs that you gave me from that mm. album. Um, but also the, the album that Good Grief was on would probably, you know, that was their second yeah, album. Yeah, album. Why? Well. Um, I'd probably wait for a best of. I don't know if there is a best of, but still, because. I don't think people not. really do that nowadays. No, I don't know. Okay. Um, I might be waiting a while then. That's why I couldn't find go, one. You can go on Spotify and uh, you can listen to, like, their. Um, it's called a radio. And that gives you their top songs, yeah. but yeah. I don't really think people release. No, carry on with my Amazon Music and Amazon <laughs> listening to it, and just every now and then go. But still, good grief, flaws. <laughs> to get a little bit of them. Yeah, um, <laughs> things we lost in the fire. Um, but no, a massive hit. But I was always yeah. gonna because I knew of them and liked their music beforehand. You liked Pompeii. Yeah, well, you only found out you knew others when you listen. It's like I say, I like the verve because I like a bit of symphony, you know. Um, <laughs> uh, years and years, yeah. I'm sorry, they're a miss for mm. me. I, I like Savage Garden and I, Pet Shop Boys, I don't like years and years. Out of all of them, years and years, I did think wouldn't be the one that hits with you mm. out of all of them. I just um, couldn't, we, it couldn't, I mean, they had some, you know, as I say, you know, Shine, I, I, I did really like, um, mm. and King I'd heard before and yeah. Um, and I was, I'm I was impressed with Starstruck, but the rest of them. I'm th- baffled how you don't like Eyes Shut. No. That no. baffles me. Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, well. The chain smokers. I, I put, add no oomph. Oh yeah, the, the oomph when you were like, <laughs> I don't know what I mean by that, but yeah. <laughs> um, the Chainsmokers then. A massive disappointment because someone built them up. I didn't get them. I'm sorry. I love them. I know you do. But it I was good to hear like Um That was a good version of Coldplay. Um, so that was a plus because I hadn't heard that song of Coldplay. Um and yeah, I, I liked All We Know, and that's probably the only one that I would re listen to. I um when I come and see you, I'm gonna get you to listen to some of the songs that aren't haven't been released as a single. Yeah. Did you, there's some others. Yeah. Um didn't you say I'd like memories don't do memories not memories do not open. That's not yeah. a song, I'll that's an one, album. Just, uh, that album would be 
the do not open part. Oh, stop. But I get that. Right. Okay. Moving on. Rudimental. Loved them. Okay. I did. They were the surprise one because the name Rudimental didn't really, you know, I thought I was going to like years and years, but I think I was getting them muddled up with the 1975s. Oof, I know, but because it's a year, <laughs> I was getting them muddled up with years and years. years 1975 is a year, which, you know, probably the year that they were all born. I don't know. Um, no, they're much younger than that. But no, um, rudimental. The, the 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 name. I thought, oh god, they're like a rapper. Or they're going to be, you know. And I'm not mm. surprised. They're they're the, they're the what they are as in produ music, music producers. producers. Yeah. Um, and they're not they're not on that. I mean, I like Clean Bandit. I do totally different music. Mm. Um, but they, you know, I mean, there's what three, four decent songs in there. Um, yeah, no, really, really good. Um, loved sun comes up um not just because james arthur but it was a good it, it was called it james good. arthur <laughs> and and it would have been because he was singing it um but yeah um i liked feel the love with john newman i like not mm. giving it and not um waiting all night with Air. i like these days with you just like I, I did like you know and i'm not surprised mm. i did say when you said i said oh it may be rudimental that has the number ones when you said there was yeah, more. yeah you did um, so yeah, I'm not, not surprised at all. I am, I'm not disappointed I mean, about the chain smokers. Two out of two. Two out of two. two, out two, out two out still out and rudimental were hit. Two out of four. Chain smokers and, sorry, two out of two and. <laughs> 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 I told you I'm having a nightmare today. Two out of four, two for each. So two were a hit and two were a miss. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, well, I'll take that 50 yeah. 50. Yeah. I'll take it. Considering, I think, in previous, I think in the first bonus episode we did, I think you only liked one of them, and that was the Vamps. Yeah. And I think the girls, I think you only liked one of them, and I think that was Little Mix, you know. Really? Maybe, or did you like Fifth Harmony? Oh, no. I can't remember if you liked the girls, oh. actually. There was definitely one that you yeah. did say you you would go back to, and it weren't Sugar Babes or Girls Aloud. Mm. Okay. But so I'll take that. I did uh, think Connor will as well. He loves a bit of take that. You said, yeah, he does. <laughs> okay. Um, well, it's now time that? to move on. Yes. It's time to think about series four and eighties male soloists. Okay, so we go male for a series. Male. I've decided it's easier if I go just, just to one. To one, yeah. it's for me too. Because, yeah. It's but just, you said you'd probably run out of females if you did all yeah. to well, anyway, what Well, even with the males, there's a lot of just one songs. Oh, okay. Which That's you've got fair. a lot of this week. All right. But, but you've but also I'll, got. I will put it out there. Um, you can give me the, to them now, but we will be taking a little break. Yeah, just to have the gap fine. between the it's series the and it's on it's and it's, then, it's it's on here so that when yeah. we do record it it it's the episode before yeah um, yeah obviously when we record it and release it is you know people would people have are already aware 
on about yeah. if they do listen to us and um growing beards um but um the male soloists of 1980s yeah. Um, I've not done it in any order this year, as in like with the oh, group. Okay, so not you did it chronologically. Yeah, because yeah. mm. there's so many. Uh, it would have been so. Un- and I guess with um, then there is a lot that are just one, literally yeah. one hit wonders. Um, oh, okay. So and I guess also with soloists, it's not a f- case of when they formed, like to no, start off with. Yeah, it's there. It's yeah. just they're here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so the hit was in a sense. Yeah, yeah. so it doesn't really matter, does it? No. So um, you've got the uh, the 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 um the the soloist with the most top forty hits in the first okay. episode. Any idea who that would be? Um, no. So some of the names. I'll give you the the names of the ones. Give me the names. Are, I might be able to guess out of those names and see if you. Yeah. Know. So in no particular order. Phil Collins, Bruce Springsteen, oh. Lionel Richie, oh. Oh. Elton John, oh, no. Howard Jones, Alexander O'Neill, George Michael, Paul Young, Billy Ocean. Billy Idol, Luther Van Dross, Shakin Stevens, Cliff Richard, David Bowie, Paul McCartney, Stevie Wonder, or Michael Jackson. Right, so when you're reading all of them out, I was like, why is he not saying Michael Jackson? Where's Michael Jackson in this? Because I nearly interrupted you and went, it's going to be Michael Jackson. And you just kept going. I was like, where is he? Um, I don't know, but I want to say Michael Jackson because he came into my head and I'm like, nah, he does have big hits. But then again, I can't remember how long he was in a Jackson 5 for to know whether he would have the big hits in the 80s or whether he went over and got bigger. So I'm not going to go with Michael Jackson. I'm going to go with one of the old men. I mean, they're all old, but <laughs> I mean, like, one of the ones that I see is older than Michael Jackson. Um, I want to go with, it might be hmm, Phil Collins or Prince. Ooh, with the Phil Collins. Yeah. The man of genses. I feel like he might be up there, you know. Wow. He... It's not him. It's got to be Paul McCartney. So you're going with Paul McCartney or or Phil, um, Collins. Phil Collins over Prince? Oh, well, I did put Prince in there. Yeah. Or George Michael. I forgot. They're all big. I don't know. It's okay. just too much. Yeah, it's one of them. Oh. Next week, you have the biggest soloist of the 80s. Okay, so all four of them are the biggest soloists of the eighties. Not no, oh, no, no, just this one. And right, okay. So this person has got twenty-nine songs for you to listen to. Okay, go on. Shaking Stevens. Ah, oh, and also when you said Shaking Stevens, I nearly said I thought they were a group, but it's a, it's <laughs> just one person. 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. So he was the the Mozart, obviously, because I'm sure Michael Jackson yeah. outsold him, but he yeah, had probably. the most top forties of the eighties with okay. twenty nine. Um, so that's Shaking Stevens, and because yeah. you he's got twenty nine so on his own, <laughs> the others, funny enough, haven't got a lot. Katrina right. who's in this episode. So you've got Shaking Stevens, mm -hmm. Tom Petty, who we have heard of before. Yes, I was going to say I've heard of that person. John Waite. Okay. Matthew Wilder. Okay. And Bobby McFerrin. Okay. Yeah, I don't know that one as much as I know Shaking Stevens. Okay, All right. So who you will have when we do eventually record the good job is we're having a break so i've got plenty of time to listen to yeah, plenty of time to listen to Jakey. absolutely hmm. okay but that's the upcoming he was out. known he was i think he was trying to be with his image the elvis presley of the uk why do i not know what i want to see what he looks like now oh uh, yeah you need to look at a an 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 eight when he was in his prime, but yeah, like a young. I was going to say, look at him now. Look at him from the eighties. Oh yeah! Oh yes! So yeah, that's definitely trying to be Elvis Presley, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, that hit. Actually, the picture that I'm looking at is him playing Elvis Presley. <laughs> so positive. <laughs> <laughs> he played an Elvis musical. That's why I'm seeing him. So. Um, uh, but, yeah. but yeah, I can see in the other pictures. He's definitely trying to look like him. Uh, yes. Okay. So I will send you the songs of Shaking Stevens and then the one song, song of each of the it. others. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we'll I'll discuss the next um, recording. Yeah. On that, I'm going you know. off to listen to some Pompeii. Um, enjoy. And um, I'm going to enjoy a bit of Coldplay with um, yeah. the Chainsmokers. And, um, yeah, a bit of George Arthur with um, Rudimental. George Arthur? Look you mean James George. Arthur. <laughs> yeah, Arthur. Yeah, I knew. <laughs> when I said it for... <laughs> If it is a George Arthur out there, I, I, they might be a good singer. I don't know. He sounds more like a king. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. dear. I've had a nightmare. It's time to oh, go. Right. All right. <laughs> I'll speak to you I need soon. some food. I need for dinner. Okay. <laughs> See right, you. Dad. Bye, Bye Dad.